Hey everyone, and thanks for tuning in to this week's message. My name's Aaron, and I'm on the staff team here at Eastlake. Everything we do around here depends on the generous donations of our local and online community. People just like you, who tune into these messages and see great benefit from living that idea that life is a gift and love is the point. So if you love what Eastlake is up to, we'd encourage you to contribute by going to eastlakecc.com. With that, let's jump into this week's message. Today, we hear from Britt Barron as she continues our series, The Way I See It. Please check the description for links to our quarterly Spotify playlist and guided meditation. What's up, Eastlake? Uh, My name is Britt Barron. This is not my first time getting to share with you all and this amazing community. And so I'm super grateful to be back and to have another chance to share with you all and hopefully create some conversations in this series you all have going. Um, I am just a longtime believer and supporter in this community, and it's an honor every time that I get to share some space with you all. So thank you, first and foremost. Um, It's an interesting season that we find ourselves in right now, and... As I was preparing and thinking about what I wanted to talk about, uh, what conversation I wanted to bring uh, to the table to you all today, it's something that has been on my mind, something that I have had like endless conversations with my wife about lately, and that is like our relationship to the digital world, the internet, social media, all of it, because we have just come out of, not come out of, we are in the midst of a season where we are so much spending so much more time at home and left to our own devices and for a lot of us or i'll just speak for myself that has meant like more time glued to screens and just wondering what that means for me as a person who is trying to be present in her current physical world and so i just want to talk a little bit about that um one moment i had recently that sort of like woke me up to this idea was um, a little while ago after we had this wild summer um, and part of that summer was seeing some of our history of, of racism be uprooted and be put front and center and seeing folks show up to the occasion um, to fight for change and advocate and a lot of it was Sparked, right? These things have been going on for a long time, but this this sort of global like movement was sort of sparked by the murder of George Floyd, right? Like we all know. And actually, uh, this summer I got to uh, share with you all again a little bit about my feelings on that and what was going on in the world. And so there's so many things surrounding that, and so many feelings, and so many as like a black woman in America, I had so many personal thoughts. And one thing that was so interesting to me is that the day that the verdict was going to be announced, um, there was a trial uh, for George Floyd's murder and the the verdict was gonna be announced and everyone was sitting and waiting to hear what was gonna happen and then the verdict came back and it was guilty. And I remember 
instantly without even thinking as soon as i heard that i reached for my phone i went to instagram i open it up and then i like start typing something but then i'm like is this a good enough thing to write and then i'm like well let me see what other people are saying so that i'm going on i'm reading like what these other people are saying and i'm like initially i felt relieved and i felt like happy that 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 verdict had come through and it felt like a win but then i'm reading these critiques saying like don't get too comfortable it's not a win da, 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 here's why and then i'm like okay so i shouldn't feel happy and then I go to another thing and it's like, oh, here's all the reasons you should celebrate. Don't let anyone tell you you can't celebrate. And I'm like, so I should be happy. And you know, I'm sort of in this world when I'm like, well, I really admire this person. And they said that, well, I really trust this person. Like, And finally I said, oh my gosh. And I had a moment where I broke down in complete tears. I was sitting on the, wife, uh, the couch with my wife and I was like, I think what I, I just wanted to cry on the couch with my wife. Um, and I think, not only were the emotions of what was happening in that moment going through my head, but also the reality that why was my first response to like hear other people's voices? It was just this, it was this moment that clicked for me about how far away I had gotten from myself and how easy it was to surround myself with like so many other voices and to take those in as like what I should be feeling, like as, as the authority on my experience in life. And so I sort of like really shook me up and I was like, how has this happened? Because it felt so gradual, right? Like specifically with social media, if you are anywhere, I'm 35 years old. So if you're anywhere around my age, like we saw the full range of like, we didn't have it at all. And then at first, if you remember, social media was like, Here's 96 pictures of me and my friends from the club on Friday night into like, here's a very cool picture of my lunch that I had into here's my political beliefs. And if you don't agree, you can get the F out, right? Like we have seen this, this whole like range of, of experiences on here and we have arrived at this place and I'm not here to label it as good or bad, but I think one of the things that I want to get real curious with myself about in this season is how I have allowed other people's voices to take precedent over my own. Because I feel like that was like a slow, small burn. But then I realized it had like familiar roots. And so if you're like me, anything like me, I grew up in the evangelical church. And one of the things I feel like that happened really early was this disconnection from self. Because, uh, you know, people are born bad and you're trying to like resist that and your flesh is bad and all of these things and like I'm a queer woman so like all these like disassociations with myself and I feel like one of the things in therapy that I worked really hard to was was distance myself from that narrative like I'm actually good I was born good a good person and doing all that work with like relation to like religion and not even realizing that like the side character who was like also doing the opposite work was like the digital world. So I'm like over here like unpacking like these religious things, trying to like get down to like me interacting with myself and my goodness, not realizing like, oh yeah, after I tackle that, I need, there's like another thing that's trying to keep me away from myself. Ultimately to realize like at this point in my life, I would say the fundamental most important thing I am trying to do as a human in this world is be connected to myself. Because I do believe in the fact that humans are fundamentally born good and good and at any moment have the opportunity to return to that goodness, but it takes extreme intention. And intention is what is 
very easy to slip away at our current time and place in history. My own intentions are sometimes the last things that have my attention. They're the last things I think about. I could go through an entire day just on autopilot with no intention. I get up, I reach for my phone, I scroll a little bit, I look at some pictures, I check the weather, I see how far it is, is my local coffee shop open and how many minutes will take me to get there. I jump in the shower, I grab my dog, I feed my dog, I work, I do it. I mean, I could go through my whole day and never have a moment to truly check in with myself. And so it kind of like startled me in a lot of ways, that moment when I was like, feeling something very deeply and went to see if it was okay. I was like going to internet strangers to be like, is what I'm feeling okay? And it startled me into remembering one of my favorite uh, practices from a time in my life where I felt like I was very intentional and that sort of fell by the wayside, life got busy and it happens. But one of the things that uh, I learned probably 10 years ago because I'm not a good person at like, oh, I need to be more intentional. Let me like add a bunch of things to my life, right? And I was taught by someone the difference between um, practices and intentions being descriptive or being prescriptive. So prescriptive was what I was used to. Prescriptive said like, hey, I need to go out and I, I need to buy a journal. I need to start a yoga practice. I need to like add, 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 add. What do I need to add to my life because I need to feel more present. I need to feel more grounded. I need more intention. So that means add something. And then descriptive was more what rituals and rhythms do I already have in my life that I can reimagine in a more intentional way that I can reimagine towards groundedness. Right. And at first it felt like really odd that like making coffee or taking a shower could be this like intense spiritual practice. Uh, but that's what it became for me. Right. So instead of looking at my life and saying, like, what did I need to add? I got to look at my life and say, what do I already do? What rituals, what rhythms are baked into my everyday? And can I make space to reimagine them for the goal of intention and groundedness? And so at that point in my life, I decided, OK, what's one thing I do every day? I take a shower and usually it's just like pretty autopilot, jump in your shampoo and a little conditioner, like you're shaving, whatever you're doing. And then you jump out. Um, and so it started with, well, if I get in, can I just take a moment of like one deep breath? And just like, okay, I'm a human and I'm present in this physical reality. I'm like feeling water on my skin. I'm like having this moment. Can I just take a breath and remember that like I'm here and this is like a day and that is a miracle and it's all so special. Breathing is one of the most important things we can do as humans. We're always doing it, but we're not always aware of it, right? And that's the difference. And so then that deep breath turned into, are there questions I can ask myself as I ground into this day? Is there a mantra that I need? What am I thinking about? What's going on in my mind, right? Hey everyone, it's Kristen. Just wanted to take a moment to say thank you for tuning in. I hope that you're finding these messages helpful for you in your everyday life. 
Um, that's what we're trying to do here is gather around the idea that life is a gift and love is the point and let's give ourselves ways to move forward in that in our own everyday world. Um, so I wanted to take a moment to say thank you for being a part of this community. To those of you who have participated and given financially, we want to say thank you to you. Everything that we do here happens because people make contributions. People say, I value this place. I want it to exist for me and for other people. And so I'm going to support it. And so we just want to say how grateful we are um, that you do that. And for those of you who maybe haven't had a chance to contribute yet, um, we would ask you to consider maybe doing so. If you find this place beneficial, if you find these messages helpful for you, then um, consider joining us in that way. You could go to eastlakecc.com to make a contribution. And we just always are thankful for the people who want this place to exist. So thanks again for tuning in. Let's get back to the message. Without even realizing it, so much of my life recently has felt like I'm holding like a hundred ping pong balls underwater all the time. Like I don't have a second to rest. Like if I'm not carrying the weight of, of my actual life that I'm carrying the weight of What's going on in the world and it's a beautiful thing to be so connected but at the same time we're carrying climate change and what's happening in afghanistan and what's happening with racism in our own backyards what happening what's happening with our families what's happening with uh this pandemic what's happening to our neighborhoods what's going on in school and then you find out that like a neighborhood friend from like your childhood's you know parent is sick and all this is it's it's wonderful to be this connected but at the same time we are holding i think more than we are capable of holding, then you add our own emotions, our own lives, our own, my boss sent me a weird email, it had a period, not an exclamation point, am I gonna get fired? Like we are just, we are holding it all. And breathing, that deep breath, that intention, remember the first time I, I picked this practice back up recently after the few years we've all had, it felt like after holding 100 ping pong balls after, underwater, like it felt like I just stopped and I let them all just come to the surface. And in doing that, I got to look and I'd say, okay, is this something I need to hold? Is this something I need to keep? Can I just wipe these away? What still stands? What's important to me? What is my intention moving into this day, into this month, into this year, into this life? There are so many things happening in the world, right? Like so many things I just mentioned, we are at no shortage of of issues that need to be addressed. We are no shortage of things that need to be helped, of, of people who, who need to be uh, served, right? We no shortage of these things. And a lot of times, whenever I'm, I'm talking to someone, they ask me like, what's, you know, the most important issue or is racism more important than climate change or is what's going on in my family right now more important than how I show up, you know, at work or what whatever, the tension feels like it is, I feel like the answer is yes, no, right? I feel like one of the most important things, one of the best things we could do as human beings, what the world needs more of right now is not a singular issue. What the world needs more of right now is not to rank, you know, global crises in order of importance. What the world needs now is people who have intention, is people who are connected to themselves, people who are going to take the time to have deep breaths and moments and not to fill their minds with other people's thoughts, people who are going to be grounded in their own goodness because from there, we will do whatever it is that we are supposed to be doing. We will lend a hand towards the things we feel personally passionate about.
I know there are people in this watching this, you know, you're listening to it, you're watching this video, you're doing whatever, and you are so good at bringing down your carbon footprint. And yes, you go. And when you have time and stillness, you just become more centered and you have boundaries and you care about these things and, and people who are fighting for social justice. And, and when you are connected to yourself, whatever it is, we're not all supposed to have the same approach to everything. But what I do think the world could use a lot more of is people who have a focused approach because they are connected to themselves, to their goodness, to their intention. And I think this is one of the first times in human history where the amount of free time and access to information is as high as it's ever been. For a lot of us, we're not like waking up at dawn to like feed the animals and then like going to sleep and like doing it all again without like a second to think to ourselves. We're going from like screen to screen to screen to screen to screen um, and that can be challenging, right? But also I think it's so amazing and beautiful this tool, this, we've, we've been going in circles about conversations about the internet in our house and one of the things that my wife keeps saying is she's like it feels like the, the battle between connection and consumption. So I've tried to just bake into my life, whether it be in a shower or when I'm making coffee or whatever it is, moments before I reach for my phone, before I reach for other people's <laughs> thoughts and opinions to say, what is it that I need to feel today? Because we are, I mean, it's, I know I sound like, I mean, just like I'm from another planet or generation, but like email is even an amazing thing. Like I remember like the first time, like someone sent an email and they like typed out a message and they're like, and they're like, I just sent that to Japan. And you were like, whoa, what? Right? Like we are so connected and that, that connection is amazing. The consumption part, I think is where we need more intentionality. I think as we look in our lives, there are so many things that can be on autopilot. And my question that I just keep asking myself is, Everything that I do, can I reimagine that towards more intention, towards more groundedness? Because what I am missing more than anything in this current moment is myself. I feel so disconnected, so scattered, so full of other voices that like, as I've been in this process for months, I'm trying to like detox from those things. It's given me this very like warm, fuzzy feeling for myself and that connection and knowing that my contribution to the healing and wholeness and health and transformation of, of the world of my community, that's going to come from a connection with myself, with this physical world, with, with my body, with my environment. And you have to be more intentional than ever in this day and age. Again, another thing that makes me feel so, why, why am I talking like this, this in this day and age? But right, like right now we have so much access that the intention to be connected to yourself is going to be, take so much effort. And before we run to like, okay, well, I got to do this and I got to add this practice. Like, can we just add a couple deep breaths onto something we do every day? Hopefully, you know, we're brushing our teeth every day, right? I, you know, don't wanna make any assumptions, but like, I hope. For doing that, can we add a deep breath? Can we come up with an intention for the day? Can we go back and say, how many of these voices in pink, what am I holding underwater? Why, am, why do I feel so frantic? 
can I let it go for a second? Can I see what comes to the top? And I, can I realize, oh, this person's comment on a random photo I saw from my aunt posted and I don't, I can get rid of that, right? This, this can be washed away. All these, they, no, that can all stay. What's left? Okay, let me sit with this. started developing mantras um, and revisiting them every day again when I take a shower because that's been be become my grounded practice again and it's it's really been an amazing practice because some mantras I have they'll last for weeks because I keep needing to hear the same thing sometimes it changes every day and sometimes by the end of the day I'm like that was not the right mantra um, but it's this beautiful thing I've I've started doing as a way to connect with myself. Before I go to the shower, I just put a hand on my chest. I take a few deep breaths. I try to attach something to my inhale and something to my exhale. And so I want to share with you all my current mantra as of today. I've had it for a few days. Um, it's become very important to me. And it's just breathe in, breathe out. And the words attached are... I am in charge of what I focus on. Just, I'm in charge of what I focus on. Because I'm almost in a place where I've needed to give myself permission to not care about every single thing that comes across my brainwave. I have needed to give myself permission to have some things that are certainly very important in a global scale or important to people in my life or quite honestly important to strangers on the internet that I care about, but to give myself the permission to let those, those down. To say every single thing that comes across the forefront of my mind is not urgent. And I am in charge of what I focus on. It's been fun and it's almost been like a little spider web because if I give myself permission to, to be in charge of what I focus on, then I get to ask myself questions like, well, what do I want to focus on, right? What's important to me? And it's all to the purpose of reconnecting. My assumption is a lot of us listening or watching might feel the same. We just like, I feel like this whole like past two years was like when you have like a shoe in the dryer and it's just like so clunky and like so like, I feel disheveled, like coming out of it all. And what I'm reaching for the most, which was like what I hope a lot of us are reaching for the most is myself, is to be reconnected and grounded, to have intention with what I reach for in a day, with what I see in a day, with what I take in, with what I focus on. Because I think with the millions of, of things we have going on in the world that need attention, I think we have the people who are going to give it attention. We have the people who care about these things. We have the people who are ready to step in to these places. What we need to do is connect with ourselves. And when you do that, you realize my journey is not yours, is not yours, is not yours, is not yours. Yours is not mine, it's not theirs, it's not theirs, it's not theirs, right? We can sort of be free to be like, I'm in charge of what I focus on. And when I can get clear about that, here's what I am gonna do in the world, here's where I'm gonna go, and I and I want you to do the same. If I had like a magic wand, I had the Elder Wand, Harry Potter didn't like 
destroyed at the end. Oh my gosh, sorry if that's a spoiler, but also Harry Potter's been out for so long, so if you haven't seen it yet. But if I had the Elder Wand and I can just like boop everyone on the head, like the I think the most phenomenal world I imagine living in, the most the most magical world I can imagine is one where everyone is in touch with who they are. People trust themselves. People know themselves. Because we're good. Humans are fundamentally good. And at any point, we have the opportunity to return to that goodness. But we have to be in touch with ourselves through that. We have to know ourselves. We have to trust ourselves. We have to like get curious about every thought that we have. We have to chase it down the spider webs. And to do that, we have to let a lot of other voices go to the side. We have to just be like, listen, I know that Whoopi Goldberg cares a lot about this thing, but like right now I'm trying to like take a deep breath and set a mantra for the day, right? We have to like redo our value scale of information and people's voices um, and we have to set ours at the highest priority. Um, and I think some amazing things could come from that. So thank you all for spending time um, with me in this conversation. If I could offer anything at all, it would be just to find some space in your day, in your week, to connect with yourself, to take a deep breath, to find a mantra and intention, just anything, and start to get curious about who you are and what's important. There are freaking billions of voices that would love to have your attention. And I think one of the most radical things we can do is to give that attention back to ourselves. All right. Thank you for joining us. To make a donation, head to eastlakecc.com slash donate.